Welcome to the Kill Your Internet Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 46 of the Kill Your Internet Podcast. With you, as always, is your boy, Colin. To my left tonight, we have Mr. James Ivine. Jimmy, how we doing, buddy? Ah, hello, hello. I'm in a new spot. I got a nice <laughs> chair. I'm feeling fucking hello, saucy. Hello. Yeah, and uh, to my right behind the drum kit, we have Mr. Ken Bianco. Kenny B, how we doing, buddy? I do not have a chair like Jimmy. I have a drum <laughs> stool, drum? but... I'm sitting on a it's fucking... It's very ro- comfortable. I'm it sitting on a fucking was, talk show. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, let me finish. It's comfortable. I was going to say, it's a very nice throne. I'm on a, road, I'm on a road case, and Ken's over here like, I'm on a padded stool. This sucks. Fuck, <laughs> damn it. Oh, Sorry man. for having such high standards. We are uh, presented by High Brew Coffee, of course. You get 10% off triple shots online with promo code FOXTROT. And of course, if you're in the Philly area of the East Coast, you need to grab it at Wawa. 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 I got one earlier today before we came to the studio, and that nice. is why I am still so wired and awake. So yeah. shout out to Highbrew. Way to go, Highbrew. Sunday, Sunday morning. Oh, um, Lord. Get myself me, up after me, a brutal me and, hangover. Yeah, me and Ken had a, a college buddies night, and uh, I, I threw up uh, when I got home, uh, and Ken said he had a pretty bad hangover as well. So, <laughs> Highbrew. Saved me. Highbrew saving lives, man. Highbrew and a sizzly. I'm telling you, it's a great way to start. Highbrew and a sizzly. Yo, they need to make that a special. Yeah. I'm about to email the people over at Highbrew and see if they can push that through. <laughs> Highbrew and a sizzly. Yeah. Oh, shot part rock band, part marketing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we yeah, do, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, Get I will, the people from Wawa on that. I will oh. say, Sunday was a good day to drink a Highbrew because, of course, the Eagles just absolutely took a shit on our face again. And I will get into that. But I want to start talking music. So. Part of my day today was getting over the Eagles. Mm. So mm. I was trying to. F- I told my wife this morning because she's dealing with me being like this. And I told her I, I have a mantra that I've been going through, which is don't let the Eagles dictate your mood. Don't let the <laughs> Eagles dictate your mood. Just walking around the house saying, Just don't it out let the loud. Eagles dictate your mood. <laughs> and uh, so I went on Spotify today and I, I listened to the new Royal Blood song again, but it was on the Rock This playlist on Spotify. And let me tell you. I have never had more existential dread than looking through the list of songs on the Rock This playlist. It didn't help, Holy huh? fucking <laughs> shit, dude. He was saying his mantra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I won't, let, I, won't let, I won't let Rock This dictate my, my mood. I won't let Machine Rock Gun Kelly. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. So no hatred towards Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. You're no, definitely going to throw some shade at you, yeah, Machine I mean, Gun yeah. Kelly. Don't act like you're <laughs> not. Let me explain this. So... I saw a bunch of people online talking about how excited they were for this and how good it was, the people that I trust and things like that, and I listened to it. And some of the songs were catchy. They were good pop-punk songs. A few of them had, like, trap drums, and a lot of them sounded like they were Juice World songs. Yeah. And no, well, matter, I mean, no matter what the outcome was, what was the fucking point of this existing? Uh, Anybody know? Cash grab. Cash grab. Cash Thank you. Cash grab, yeah. Cat, dude. I mean, JG I, Wentworth. Yeah, yeah. It's my uh, money, money and, and I, I want it now. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. All I'm saying is, I listened to it, and it made me so sad that when people go on to Spotify and they look up rock music, and all of it sounds like that. Yeah. What the fuck is I that? Mean, I mean, kudos to Machine Gun Kelly for getting Travis Barker. Yeah. Travis Barker drums on everybody's shit now. I know. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it's tough being a forty-four-year-old pop punk drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to give a tip of the hat to Mr. Machine Gun for. Getting yeah, he, I, dude, mean, I mean, absolute finesse. I only listen. Absolute finesse. I only listen to it because I'm such a huge Travis Barker fan, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I got to say, he does well on it. No, yeah. Well, you mean he's Travis Barker. Yeah. Everything he does sounds like Travis Barker. Was it the one song, My Bloody Valentine? Was that the Catchy. one on there? Sounds like a Blink One Eighty Two song. What was the song that they played on the? VMAs, I believe. Same thing, probably. Yeah, it's probably that song. I think it's probably that song. Did you see what Machine Gun Kelly was wearing? No, it was like a full hot pink 
Well, no. Like, the, so here's the thing that always bothers me. Really if you weird. see yeah. these like dudes who are like like the, the 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 pop rock guys now, they all wear the same shit. I I, I don't understand what's going. It, it's weird. It's starting to blend with the hip hop. Well, that's good. The post, the post Malone. I, yeah. Well, I have no Sorry problem that. with that. But to me, that's not. It's not rock. It's 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 what's easily sellable for genres. It's well, like that, that's the name of the game at the end of the day. Isn't it, it is. What will give us that JG Wentworth goal? Cash, Cash now. <laughs> I, like I feel bad when people because the thing is we can do our own thing. We figured it out and we've uh, we found a way to stay ourselves and right. become more of ourselves right. and more good things have been happening. But the whole thing that messes me up here when I look at stuff like what's going on is it's just gonna teach kids to do whatever's hot at the time yeah but yeah. more than anything my, my, the thing that existentially started getting to me was has this just been what's been going on forever i think it might have been to it, a degree it has there's always been gatekeepers and i think spotify has just become this one giant funnel they control the playlist and wasn't on that playlist i just feel like it happens influence. quicker than it did back in the day well yeah i'm just yeah. saying so like in the 80s it was hair metal right and everybody yeah. every rock band started doing hair metal stuff mm -hmm. and then nirvana came out and fucked everything up in a good way, right. in a good way, in broke the way. mold, and then it was grunge, and then it was grunge, and, and everybody grunge had and everybody grunge. was doing grunge, doing everybody was doing grunge, and then Sugar Ray came out. Oh, and then things <laughs> got real good. sweet spot, sweet spot. Yeah, that was the the zenith, and then uh, <laughs> then it was new metal. I don't know. I just watched these things crop up. Like whatever, I don't even know what to call what's going on in rock music now. I don't know what it is necessarily. It's, I don't know. It's, it's like a lost. post pop, post punk pop. Post, post pop, pop. postmodern punk. But do you know how many good revival wave? <laughs> Nailed it. Do you know how many good bands are out right now? Like that are actually doing awesome yeah. stuff that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But to cut through the noise of what's easily sellable doesn't work for a lot of people. So I I'm just afraid that you're going to start watching people start to go lowest common denominator. Right. Well, you're how old? Twenty six. Twenty seven. I'm twenty eight. Twenty eight. Ken, you're twenty nine. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. I'm thirty. So. I mean, we're not very in tune with what the sixteen-year-olds are digging. No, How you but doing fellow youths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just write out Steve Buscemi on the on the skateboard. No, but my my, my Fuck thing the is the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is more than anything, I uh, hip hop right now is so interesting to kids because it's fearless and it's surprising. Right. Nobody right. in rock right now, or at least the people who were in charge of these labels. Is it though? Is it surprising? Because I feel like it's it's a modern it's a mold that has been passed. But the sonic along. palettes that they're dealing with and the different things they're doing are interesting. But more than that, there's personality behind these artists. Like with ever like a lot of the rappers have personality mm -hmm. and there's distinct styles to each of them. Right. And now right now there's this amalgamation of bullshit that is coming out of rock music. Well, right. good rock the tough thing with rock music is I think rock bands tend to think there's like barriers that every rock band needs to look a certain way. They need sound to act a certain, certain way, way, sound a certain way. Right. So then you kind of get all these bands that kind of I'm sure there's a lot of hip hop artists that go through that. They do. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, like I mean like only recent, well, not recently, but uh, for the past what, 6, 7 years We've been hearing that. Yup, the ad libs, the ad libs <laughs> in the background, the Migos ad libs. Which were were like a thing. Uh, like if we're gonna go, well, Jeezy, yeah, you wanna, like, and like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Eminem going like, you know, like in the background. Like, look, I totally, I totally, and can I agree with you on this? The fact of of the barriers and everybody needing to look a certain way is what holds a lot of people out, and it's actually what I feel like for a while has has curved us from doing certain things because we don't want to do that. 
I couldn't sell it to myself or my friends, me having to do some of these things. Yeah. But to me, like, looking at it, I think there has to be a come-to-Jesus moment soon in rock music where somebody's got to come out and say... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody has to come out and say, you don't have to sound a certain way. Well, I think 21 Pilots did a good job. They did. That, I will that, say that, that you are very right about that. Yeah, 21 Pilots. And they, well, they, they, they well, were a nice amalgamation of both. Agreed. That's true, yeah. But I mean, like, uh, I did not realize how many Royal Blood fans are out there. That song has a million plays in like three oh, days. It's a huge over the pond. People, yeah. but people are <laughs> craving. Skip over the pond. <laughs> people are craving originality. That's all people want. Right. It's not the right. same thing over it. It's easy for They did get a little poppy with this new one, but I That's okay. I, but what yeah, I'm saying fine. is record companies, it's easy to sell the stuff that's been done. Right. But it's the original stuff that makes a mark. That's what we said 21 Pilots. They came out and messed the game up because people were like, I don't even know what this is. It's hey. tough. It's tough as a, I, I, if you're running a business, it's tough to take a chance on something Understood. That, that you don't know whether it's going to go well why, or not. But that's why you're going to see so many people going independent. Because right. there's, there's different ways to do it now. You don't have and people. To yeah, you don't have to like. Uh, you don't have to have this cookie cutter thing where people, uh, you know, they're gonna you know they're gonna like it before you even put it out. Like, you can grow. Yeah, people, people, people will get into shit. Like, people, agreed. It's not you know people aren't as dumb as you think that. Like, and that's the thing I've always said. So much of this stuff comes from the salesman tactic of thinking that your audience is stupid. And it, we've had this conversation before where it's like, uh, music is so. Uh, readily available nowadays yep. that it like forty four thousand songs a day on Spotify dropped exactly so damn yeah that's a fact <laughs> but, but there's not even like the albums that sustain power isn't a thing anymore no well you that's the, I mean, that's just a different uh, wave of what the music industry has to deal with now but what I'm saying is the the musical palettes of all the consuming uh, consumers of music. Is so wide now. Yeah. People you're gonna taste get a that song. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? They get that little little num nums <laughs> of everything. <laughs> and they like everything. I will so say this though. So we talk a lot about um like there's so many fly by night bands that come and do what's expected. They do the norm. Yeah, how's big data doing? Oh man, I don't know, dude. But that's that song fucking killed it. Yeah, and that's it's like, like a the new song of the summer. Yeah, it yeah. was. But here's my thing. When you see artists that stick around, artists that make a mark. It's always the individuals. 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots is oh, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Action Bronson, I bring this up all the time. That man right now is all basically independent. And through his other works, uh, the TV show, the the YouTube shows, and and his and his collaborations with different brands, he has staying power and he has a fan base that actually cares about him. Right. I don't think that half the stuff that gets through on these playlists is going to have lasting power. It's just a check well, it's mark. because nobody cares about those the, it's just a song oh i like this song but and it's, it's not, not like, sustainable exactly it's not somebody they can't get behind the people that actually and that's the biggest thing the song, you know when you can when you can get people to get behind who you are as people right and get behind what you're about the music almost not becomes secondary but becomes easily digestible and people want to be a part of it well what 21 pilots did very well is they had a consistent amount of content content and also they were very relatable to their fans, and not only that, it was different. People were excited. Yeah, it about also it. helped that every song they put out was pretty dope. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah good songs. It turns good out. songs. Yeah, it turns out. Nothing, nothen turns out. Good, song. good songs happen to be a key for your career. <laughs> but I don't I mean, know. We can also say in that same vein, love them or hate them. Imagine Dragons. Yeah, staying power. They, yeah. they did. They're not a rock band. 
<laughs> thunder. Yeah. <laughs> to the thunder. They're not, Lightning. but they're in these days, I think they're considered more I, of a rock band. In, in another perspective, too, you know, people said the blues were dead, and then Gary Clark Jr. comes around being Black the most Keys. authentic dude. Mm-hmm. Black Keys. Authentic. Uh, 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 Alabama Shakes. Yeah. It's not about what's hot at the moment. It's about being yourself and finding yeah. your niche. And just being very, very good. Confident, confident, confident and good. Confident in what you do and like liking what you do. It's almost yes. to a point like. It's almost to a point where people are putting out these cookie cutter things because they're told to put them out, and they're like, "All right, it's all right." But like, if you are behind what you do and what you do is what you want to do, there's there's something in that that people makes can it. People can smell the authenticity on you <laughs> if what you're doing. <laughs> I'm serious. If people if people can tell that you smell the authenticity on you earlier with that bomb you dropped in here. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! No. <laughs> so, but you know what's funny? I was going to use that clip for <laughs> for the Instagram, and then you just ruined the whole thing. No, what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, if people can tell that you're really about what you're doing, and people can tell that you're really who you authentically come off to be, they're going to buy it eventually. Yeah. It might not be right away, but it's going to be eventually. You'll find your audience. Right. My thing is, when you make something, this is the thing that bothers me most. You go on Spotify Rock, and the letterhead. Like the cover for Spotify Rock is Machine Gun Kelly. What does that tell young bands who are coming out? Get neck tattoos. <laughs> get neck tattoos. Try to be a hip hop artist. Just <laughs> by fail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just get top to a new genre. I don't know, man. So, God himself. <laughs> so that was what I wanted to cover because it made me sad. And now to the other thing that made me really sad. Let's get it out of the way. Uh, birds, birds are <laughs> done. Chain can bird shit. <laughs> yeah, they're done. Uh, um, they're not a good football team. <laughs> they're not. They're not a they're good, not football, a good team. football team. And it's this okay. Is, we can admit it as a fucking city. I can admit it, but I'm still going to watch next week and live and die on it. Yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. We're going to cry. I told you. I told my wife this morning, my mantra after every Eagles game now is, I will not let the Eagles dictate my mood. I will not let the Eagles dictate my mood. Just fucking I'll just keep carpet, stare, like, staring in the mirror telling myself floating that. Floating in the corner on a carpet. just like Carson has lost his confidence. Doug has lost his confidence in everybody. Doug looks lost. The front office doesn't know what it's doing. We tried to retool old players who are all getting hurt. What a surprise. A 33-year-old possession receiver who weighs 180 pounds got hurt again. Shock. Shock. Dallas Goddard gets hurt. Mm. Oh, that's a rough one, too. D- Jason Peters gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's fine. With, I thought that, that he matters. But <laughs> who, didn't, who didn't see that coming, though? He was winded. That's why he got out of yeah. it. <laughs> good move. Good move. It's, good work, oxygen. You, it's good work <laughs> if you can get it. All I'm going to say is mm. I, I, I'm just lost. I, ha- I have no answers. I, I, I love this team so much. But right now, it is just like somebody's holding me down and punching me in the face every week. When's it's our, upsetting. When's our bye week? Couldn't come soon enough, Ken. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you either go to eight games or to the bye week, whenever that is, if it's around eight games. If you're below 500 and Carson's still struggling, start Hurts. If Hurts doesn't... Yeah, but if you do, if you do that... I think because you, you drafted... you got to trade Carson, I and think it's an unmovable contract. I think because you drafted Hurts already, I don't think that... That shows me that Carson's not the guy to the front I, office. Yeah, I said this earlier, I'm sick of like defending Carson in my own head, but I'm I do not. not want to see that happen at all. Because I feel like the kids got... Because if you spawned. do that... No, it's not just that. <laughs> Kids got Kids moxie. got moxie, yeah. We'll get him right to moxie. I don't know, man. My whole my whole point of view on this is you can't cut the cord with Carson because you gave up too much to get him. He's been an MVP candidate. He drug a lifeless team to the playoffs last year. Yeah. Right now, completely lost. But how many times have we seen quarterbacks go on great runs and then they don't turn out? To be all, all I know is I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer. I don't think he is either. That's mm. why I'm saying 
You then kind of suck, and then, hey, get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you got to think, we have three automatic victories coming up. We have two Giants games, and we're going to be watching. lost to the Bengals, and we lost to the Redskins. There listen, is we, listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. We tied the Bengals. The tie is the worst part. <laughs> right? The tie is the worst part. I can live with losing because then I'm going to say I'm done with this season. You tied you your tied. shoes. You tied. I'm just saying there are no automatic wins with this team. You tied. <laughs> no, there is not. You're absolutely right. I will gi- I'll give it. And him. the thing is, Carson let him. He took him right down. A bad penalty, and you punt with 19 seconds left. I'm not done with the team, though. And this is the sickness that either. is being a Philadelphia sports fan because I'm going to watch next week, and I'm going to be convinced that if we beat the 49ers, we're good to go. We're the most gaslit franchise. In the oh, by sports. far. Easily. <laughs> the most gaslit <laughs> yeah, fan base, Philadelphia. Very, it's a very toxic I'm going to be gaslit. I guarantee you Saturday, I'm going to be like, you know what? Yeah, if yeah we got this. one game here, one game at a time, Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, Doug Peterson <laughs> better be doing something in the locker room. Time. Doug, I know you listen to kill this me. show. And just, Doug, just kill me. <laughs> just kill me. I can't do. I. <laughs> I have man a, needs a new oh, visor. And not only that, Nick Foles, you got to dredge that old pain up. Nick Foles yeah, goes yeah, and leads a, a third and fourth quarter comeback, and now I got to talk to White Sox Dave on the podcast later this week so we can rub it in my face <laughs> that Nick Foles is over there leading their franchise. <laughs> and we got Jimmy Butler going to the yeah, finals. Jimmy Butler going to the finals, <laughs> and the Phillies missed the playoffs. <laughs> the world is burning down, boys. It's terrible. God, yeah. this is going to clip so bad on the sound. It's all right. Dude. It's all right. The, the passion's there, and that's what I like about it. The worst part is I do it. Uh, Smitty from Barstool is coming on the podcast later this week, and so I get Philly to get I get to get that uh, out too. So I get to hear what he has to say. I'm sure that must be fun sitting around all the Barstool guys, and and they're all just ragging on you. <laughs> Team sucks. Team sucks. <laughs> Team sucks. I mean, <laughs> your whole the whole city sports scene is how the wah, fucking union wah, doing? Wah. Union's good. good. Yeah, yeah, union's good. Oh, good for them. Uh, let's go into the wildest shit that we've seen on the internet. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, remember Salt Bay, the dude who used to like spray salt with sprinkler. Yeah, I remember Salt Apparently Bay. Apparently, he, ha- he has a uh, a a bo- uh, like a bar restaurant in Chicago or in uh, Boston that's like really expensive. Apparently, and it was a video that got his restaurant shut down <laughs> because it was a video of this girl twerking in the restaurant with no mask on, <laughs> and Salt Bay was videoing it with no mask on, and he just is like laughing, and then all of a sudden, the girl's boyfriend whips the door open and chases her and starts screaming at her, <laughs> and his restaurant got shut down because they noticed they nobody in the restaurant had masks on. Not only that, they showed the receipt for how much it cost. The stakes alone were $1,200. $1,200? Dude, I saw some great memes. Dude, what? YouTube can get you a restaurant with $1,200 stakes? Yo, I, I saw that was a great meme, and it was like, yo, imagine imagine you just pay $1,600 and your girl's inside, while you're getting the car, your girl's inside twerking for Salt Bay. <laughs> and then his restaurant gets closed down. And then his restaurant gets closed down. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the most 2020 story, I think. Well, he's probably got money in the bank with them fucking expensive ass stakes. Oh, Seriously. Sending his kids to college. On yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, no, it's all a, sta- <laughs> a steak. God almighty. I didn't think. Uh, How do I get a steak in that restaurant? Boom! $1,200. It's like stocks. Spe- Never mind. Speaking of, speaking of masks, uh, do you know who Noah Cyrus is? She's Miley Cyrus's little sister. Uh, no. So she did the classic thing that's going on right now where celebrities post a picture in a mask and they're like, just wear your fucking mask. Like, it's yeah. their caption, which always annoys me. I don't like, know. Oh, yes. Now, you know what? I'll I wasn't gonna. <laughs> Legally, I have yeah. to, but I wasn't gonna. But now that Noah Cyrus told me to, you bet your ass I'm not walking out of the house with <laughs> that mask on. She put up a post that was like that. Like, that was the exact caption. And then six hours later on her story was on a party bus with no mask on with Diplo. 
Well, and somebody screenshot it. It was like six hours apart. <laughs> <laughs> six hours later. later, dude. Nobody cares if you're a celebrity and I, you're getting you're, you're getting your righteousness points off by saying right, 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 right. By saying, hey, yeah. wear your mask. And, and in between, it, at the third hour, she was filming herself giving money to a homeless man. Probably, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's <laughs> like, C- can you turn and smile at the camera when yeah. I give you this money? It, yeah, it I looks saw better this, for I my this, story. I saw this thing. Uh, I think it was a TikTok that my girlfriend showed me. I'm gonna. I, I have to throw that in there. Oh, I saw that actually. Yeah, yeah and it's like what the homeless see, and it's like people like giving them money with their phones out, see, and then they like, put the phone away and they snatch it back. Oh my gosh. Me. This kind of goes off. Did you up. see this about the influencers and the fake private jet? Oh, fantastic. So there's a fake private jet. It's not a real private jet. It's just like a soundstage, a fake jet. Oh, a fake so jet. So influencers from Instagram and TikTok go there to act like they're flying on a private jet. Could you jet. imagine? Oh, wow, and they pay money for it to... Yep. Could you <laughs> yeah. imagine doing that and then getting back in your 1997 Toyota Corolla <laughs> 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 and going back to work at the Dollar Tree and just thinking to yourself, yo, I'm about to blow <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, guys, I booked it for us next Tuesday. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're about <laughs> yeah, to see oh, the next shit. Foxtrot video on there <laughs> heading to Los Angeles. <laughs> 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 it just, it's just uh, the caption, just uh, a plane emoji with LAX next to it oh, mother of god yeah drinking fucking up in the clouds j rose brute <laughs> flying with my Except dreams it's, in the it's clouds. just another modelo 32 <laughs> it's a baja blast natty fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so last one uh so you know how joe rogan went exclusively to spotify yes so apparently spotify's getting their fucking pod game, podcast game up i know kill your internet podcast is on there dog What's yeah. up? Let's Coming get this exclusive. Some of you, Joe Rogan. We're only like 700 million downloads behind you a month. Um, we'll get there. So, <laughs> slow and steady. A group of people from who work at Spotify want to orchestrate a walkout because they want to be able to censor Joe Rogan's podcast. Buyer's remorse? How do you think? First off, yeah, wait, the people why? who work, real quick, the, the person who works at Spotify for $47,000 a year in the mailroom. They paid Joe Rogan $100 million a year. You really think they're going to give a shit whether or not you walk out? Yeah, why do they want to censor him, though? Because he has guests on there that, that aren't... they don't necessarily agree with all the time. Like uh, Alex Jones uh, or uh, like people uh, like that. First of all... This is entertaining as hell. Oh, my God. The point of them having the controversial guests on there is right. to have a different point of view. And most of the time, Joe will say to him, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you, yeah. Ha- you gave $100 million and basically the keys to your ship to a guy whose job is to literally talk to everybody. Yeah. And you think that the people in the mailroom are going to sit back and be like, they literally gave a list of demands and they said they want to be able to go back and edit his podcast. They want to be. I'm pretty sure when he signed with them, he said that he made sure that there's no editorial control, that he would not have to censor anything. So, you know what they're probably doing? They're probably getting us to talk about it. This is, yeah, they're literally oh, yeah. Getting, they're, they're literally oh, probably yeah. doing this. This might, this might be a this is viral by, marketing right now. This is a ploy by Spotify to yeah. I wonder because I don't. Think what's so what's, so, what's so bad about his would. podcast? I'm gonna go find out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna check him out later. Well, they already yeah, they already I, I, did. It's a good say, way to do it. It's, I mean, it's really smart. It, it, you, it, I mean, unless we're that crazy. Yeah. Did you, did you hear that Fox trying to get down had Genghis Khan on their podcast this week? Can you believe that? 
Attila the Hun was on there, man. He was fucking crazy. He was out. Callbacks from last yeah, week. Last <laughs> week <laughs> I don't you guys got to listen because we got Easter eggs. It's Joe. Oh, you guys are so stupid if you you don't know what's going on now. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys are so dumb. You might have to go back to listen to all forty-five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope you got a couple days to spare. Yeah. Don't uh, do it because most of my fucking my musical picks for the week are the same. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to the podcast. Well, that, that that leads us right into what the fuck we've been listening to. Uh, I'll start it out. Uh, I've been listening to a ton of Beastie Boys. Oh, I, ju- I just needed something different. I needed something to break up the monotony of what yeah. I was listening to. Yo. Yeah. God well, bless I really the Beastie Boys. Discuss. God bless. You went to girls first? <laughs> I don't know old. why, but it was, it was sabotage. I went, I went Paul's Boutique. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I went High Plains Drifter. Oh, for, I always fuck. think about how long it must have taken them to record because they're so intricate in the way they do their flows because it'll be like, I'm a high, 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 high planes drift. Like, yeah, yeah. And they all hit different words. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like they just throughout the verses will shuffle and it'll be ad rock. You think they're, this will probably, this will probably bring us to what we're talking about later, but in the studio, do you think they're all three of them are in the booth? I was going to say they probably do it live, I would think. I would think they probably have like, they might have three different vocal booths. Because back then they're doing that on tape. That would have been a bitch yeah, to Yeah, right? Def Jam. Here's the biggest thing. We were talking about originality earlier. People love the Beastie Boys because they were the Beastie Boys. Mm, yeah. They, they, the Beastie Boys stayed themselves. They all were the their, 21 pilots of their day. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. In a way, that's actually a good point. <laughs> My whole thing is when you listen to something like Paul's Boutique, and like, I'm not saying this doesn't still go on today, but so originally themselves, and that's what people bought into. Yeah, not like, afraid to be what they wanted to yeah, be. Yeah, they it's bet like, on themselves. They bet on themselves, and that's yeah. exactly what they, they did. They wanted to be punky, and they wanted to be hip hop. And, and not they not only that, it. I mean, they were just great. Yeah, yeah, also and very talented. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Till the day, well, to the, the day they stopped. Hot Sauce Committee Part Two is awesome. That was a great. Album. That yeah. record's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's great. But so I went. I went Paul's boutique. I went. I I would have done Eggman off of that. Like, there's so many, so many. Hey, ladies. Hey, hey, ladies. (laughs) I'm glad we did that. Jim, what's your first one? Uh, so uh, I'm coming. I'm coming with the themes. Last week it was all covers. This week I'm gonna do uh, songs that I think Quentin Tarantino should put in his movies. So my first one's gonna be Ten Cent Pistol. By oh yeah, nice. By the Black Keys. Wait, so I guessed the Black Keys. You did guess the Black Keys when I said, yeah, 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 yeah. With a dancing <laughs> pistol, it's got the like that's literally spaghetti western esque feel to Dan it. Dan yeah. and you had me at spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> J- Jimmy, Jimmy's like, I got those chicken parm bass mm. parts, man. <laughs> Noki drum licks, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, don't stop with the cheese. Keep yeah, uh, going. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so ten, ten cent pistol. It's, uh, it's a really good chill. Su- Song and it's got that like kind of westerny feel to it, and the, Very the, the, the story in the song is also kind of westerny, which yeah. I like too. So that's my my first pick of the day. All right, Ken, I'm gonna go Houdini, False of the People. Ooh. Great songs. Yes, I was going through that um, last weekend. It came up, and I ran that whole album, and I forgot how good that album is. That great like, album. About what, yeah. ten years ago now. Jesus, uh, Torches came out in 2011. That's okay, so, so yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're right on the cusp. Jeez. Wow, man, Jesus just unbe- Christ! What a great album. Mark Foster obviously listened to a lot of Beach Boys. That's yeah, what I yeah, 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 yeah. Back in, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of branched away from that, but I like. It's I cool like, though. I like what he's doing. Bed. I like what he's doing. Yeah. Sorry for pushing you at Firefly. Uh, my <laughs> second, my second pick is uh, a VH1 you ought to know artist, Keen. Keen, yes. Yeah. So, somewhere only, back. somewhere only we know. Yeah. yeah. First off, great song. Great song. The, the great other record. song, everyone's every, everybody's changing. Everybody's changing, but I still feel the same. I don't same. know if I know that. Song. Oh man, it's amazing! Shouts out to Keen. Shouts out to that like mid two thousands like 
British revival. Ke- oh yeah, Keen is so good. British I, indeed. They're coming back. Keen is. Yeah, Keen's putting out a new song. Oh sweet. Uh-oh. I'm down for that. Uh, quarantine's uh, been messing with everybody's heads. <laughs> quarantine. 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 All right, Jimmy, what's your second song? So my second song is by the Heavy, and it's called. Uh, let me. Something with a hero? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His short change hero. We go from 10 cent pistol to short change hero. You got two themes going. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> got, got, got the. <laughs> I do, I do. Have three, three, Tarantino uh, and the yeah, th- uh, three, three word songs that would have been in Quentin Tarantino movies. Would have been in Quentin Tarantino movies and uh, are relevant in the change shortage we have today. So hey! where's your ten cents? <laughs> and where's your short change, y'all? <laughs> so. Songs with the word change in it, and also <laughs> with three it has, words. And Tarantino it has songs. that like, this ain't no place for no hero. And it has that like it almost has like a washboard feel behind it, I but it's like kind of like spooky. I just and, picture and Western, uh, I love it. What who's the girl from Kill Bill? Uh, Uma Thurman. I just picture Uma Thurman in a drop top like Impala, just yeah, driving yeah, yeah, away exactly, with a, exactly. With a bloody That's samurai awesome. sword yeah, yeah, in her with a fucking seat. <laughs> with, a, with an adrenaline needle hanging out her chest. <laughs> Great movie, dude. <laughs> How many times she got stabbed in the heart with an adrenaline needle? <laughs> I think it's only once. I think it's only once. She didn't in Kill Bill. Oh, uh, 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 she almost died in Kill Bill. Uh, yeah, she, she's yeah, buried alive. Yeah, she was buried alive, and she did the <laughs> <laughs> six-inch punch. Another great thing. Sleep, th- another great thing that through the audio is going to be when people are listening to this and hear. <laughs> <laughs> they know what we're up. talking about. All right, can go ahead for a second. My second one, which I'm sure everyone out there on the interweb saw. Vin Diesel dropped a new song. Oh, God. Oh, with Kygo. I do not know how he got Kygo to produce this. <laughs> First off, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not, not bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Me and Ken were absolutely hammered on Saturday with our college buddies, and Ken's sitting in the in the rocking chair going, "Yeah." <laughs> I, I haven't heard it. I, I haven't will heard listen it. to it later. It just sounds like a Kygo song, but Great. Vin Diesel sings. Vin Diesel's First lines in there. like, "Who goes out on a Tuesday night?" <laughs> just. Slapper. Like, Does he I, talk about family? Yeah. That's what I w- hope. This is like a ploy. They're gonna like tie it into the new Fast and Furious. Don Toretto is just. <laughs> I was become re- a pop star. I was really hoping that do it's. Think, uh, do you think I go shoehorn this into a, an appearance in the new oh, Fast and Furious? In the oh, next Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. I was just gonna say. I was really hoping like when the beat was building, it was like. I am Groot. I am Groot. All right, well, that was what the fuck we've been listening to. Weird ones this week, boys. I yeah, like strange, it. but I liked it. Uh, before we get into our coronavirus survival guide, once again, shout out to our sponsors at High Brew Coffee. 10% off for triple shots online with promo code Foxtrot. And also, get it at Wawa, guys. It's really worth it. Go get there. it at Wawa. Uh, you know you're, you're going you're, there you're anyway. You're going there anyway, dude. Just <laughs> appease us. Uh, so let's go into our coronavirus survival guide. And uh, I was watching, it was an interview with GQ. With John Cusack. Very random thing I was watching while I was running today. Right. But uh, he was talking about his role as Brian Wilson. Mm. And it was the role of Brian Wilson in his later years after he was a shut-in. Right, right, right. And so it got me thinking about what it would have been like when the Beach Boys were recording Pet Sounds to be in the studio and watch Brian Wilson put these like things together in his head. And it just made me think... What other artists or producers or anybody would I love to have been in the studio with and watch them work or work with them? Just just be around them in the studio. Right, right, yeah. And uh, so I got my first pick is a modern pick, and just I'm very interested. I feel like I might steal this from Jimmy. Oh, that's all right. I pick Jack White. Damn it! Yeah, okay, that's so a good one. You can have Jack White. <laughs> okay, I'll go with. I had an alternate. Oh, because it's almost for the same reason why I had him. I'd love to be in the studio and watch Dave Grohl for a very specific okay. Ooh, reason. That was a good one. A good for a one. very specific reason. I would love to watch him go in there and be better at 
everybody at everything they're doing. <laughs> so watch him direct Taylor Hawkins to drum or give him an idea, but in the back of his mind, just always know, I could play that better. <laughs> it's just a matter of, well, first off, just as... I feel like Tyler Hawkins has his own little style, but he has turned into a mini well, shade okay, girl. Okay, but either way, what I'm going to say is, back in the day when they were like in their like coming the of fir- age yeah, year, the, fir- the first, first well, drummer, he yeah. told his drummer not to come back because he was recutting the drums. Mm-hmm. I would just be interested to watch kind of a man of all trades go in there and by just like a master of all trades go right. in there and do his guitar parts. Nate doesn't need anybody to walk him through playing the bass, but like obviously coach him in that. And yeah. then all three guitar players being like, Pat Smear, wake up, come play this. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, especially in the like quarantine, I'm sure it happens. Quarantine. Lo- quarantine. I'm sure it happens a lot more, but like, uh, what we do when we're sending songs back and forth through like GarageBand and over Dropbox and stuff like that, I'm sure he has a home studio, obviously. So I'm sure he writes. Yeah, they recorded an entire album on tape out of his garage. <laughs> yeah. Sure he's got one. yeah, so like he he probably writes each part yeah. of a song that he's trying to get across, and then they go in and they have everybody kind of like do your play part, their yeah. part, play or, thing, and then yeah. tweak it as like a you know a, as a band. So Dave Grohl's my first pick. Go with your first pick now. Uh, I, this might be come as a shock to everybody, <laughs> but my first pick is Jack White. I mean, it's, it's and a, it's, a it's for the exact same reason as Dave Grohl. Yeah. Because Jack White can go in there and he can play bass. He can play guitar. He can play piano. He can play drums. It's almost like, what's and the point of and having anybody also, else But the in? difference between Dave Grohl and him is everything Jack White does is so odd and off-kilter. Yeah, and I, I, I dig I that want, about That's why I Jack want to see it. Jack White takes the layups and he's like, how can I make yeah, this yeah, the biggest yeah, yeah, left yeah, turn yeah, I can possibly yeah, make? Yeah, I was listening to Highball Stepper. It's an instrumental track off... Highball Stepper? Yeah. And there's this one weird part in it where he, it's it's a piano being played backwards and he goes and I was yeah. like what who so thought of that weird. like you know he was sitting there and he was midway through a song and he's talking to his uh, engineer and he's just like all right put this in reverse and I'm gonna go play these like weird notes on the piano and yeah, I was like yeah. I would love to just be in there and watch <laughs> his brain well, work his, ly- his lyrics are always strange too I mean I but I I dig them just because of the and that goes back to what we were saying earlier but like the way you deliver something the way you if you do it with such confidence like uh. Like uh, confidence is key. On a, like uh, like I eat sixteen saltine crackers, then I lick my fingers. Now can I say something? Fuck could you Im- could you imagine if I brought those lyrics in here? You would all look at me like I have six heads. I don't know if you fucking gave it to me, right? I would. Fucking nah, love you it. don't look like Jack White. Like Jack White, yeah, I yeah, see I Jack White. I'm like, that sounds like something you sing. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way where I look like. There's no way where I look like I could be a, a, a ASU frat bro and then say I I, I eat sixteen saltine crackers <laughs> and I then lick I my lick fingers. my fingers. People be like, I don't like <laughs> yeah, that. Jack White right, looks buddy. like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> We're just like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, good pick. Uh, I, I really you. like yeah, that yeah, pick. Yeah, sure uh, Ken, did. what's your first My pick? My first one, a little bit different. I'm going to go with Eminem. Oh! And it's like okay. prime Eminem. Just because I would love to see the room, like Dr. Dre's in there, when like Eminem says something really fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And they're all just like, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit! I was, I was like, "Are you going to keep that, Mister Eminem?" <laughs> I think I was like, I was uh, listening, I was watching the Evolution of Hip Hop on Netflix, which is a really good watch. Awesome, such a good watch. It's such a good watch, and uh, I think it's Busta Rhymes is talking about Eminem, and he's like, "And I heard the tape for the first time, and I was like, what brother would rap like this?" <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like and then I saw he was white, and I was like, "Oh, I get it." Now. Yeah, he, he's like, he, Busta Rhymes is like. <laughs> Only a white boy's talking about stabbing somebody <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That's yeah, that pick. would be sick to Not see. Not even like a musical thing. Just like when right. they keep finishing his cleaning out my closet. And oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> or, or the song Kim. Yeah. <laughs> like, please, but, bitch, please. I, I, I doubt the, that Dr. Dre was sitting there like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Some yeah. Things, I'm, yeah. I'm sure some things he was probably just dying laughing at. Oh, time. yeah. And he's just making a sick fucking beat underneath anyway. So it doesn't I just really drank matter a f- to him. I just drank a fifth of vodka. Dare me to drive. Dare me to drive. <laughs> uh, that's a great pick, dude. Uh, I'm going for my second one. This is a classic. Uh, I thought about great American artists. Yep. Stevie Wonder. Oh, that just, was just what comes out of that human being, right? The sounds, especially because nobody's ever done it like him. Nobody's no. ever sounded like Stevie Wonder. No. And the different instruments that he plays. Me and Ken were actually laughing. We were talking about this Sting song where he had Stevie Wonder come on and he just plays just the harmonica. Play harmonica. And yeah. he was like, "Imagine bringing Stevie Wonder into the studio and and <laughs> just have him play the harmonica." <laughs> well, that was his first instrument. That's what made him a great harmonica yeah, player. Yeah, he was a freaking great harmonica. <laughs> I can player. imagine he's like Sting. You know, I can play piano. I can play, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not just harmonica. But I mean, <laughs> you know, he couldn't play guitar. Really? Uh, yeah, really? and there's a thing called an arpeggi. It's it's an instrument. Oh, the thing he does with his yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder like what that is. It's a harp, an electric kind of like it's harp that's laid to watch. out. And it kind of like has a piano uh, way of playing. So, and he, when, when I saw him live twice, ding, ding, humble <laughs> brag. Him. Humble brag. But he, he whips it out and he just starts playing stuff. And he started like going into like Michael Jackson and stuff. And he's just playing it on the guitar, like on this arpeggi. And he can slide like a guitar. And he's like, I've always wanted to play guitar, but I never could. And he's like doing his thing. And he's just it's like, just like, too, like Dude, I, it's so I, fucking cool. It's just nobody ever wrote melodies like him. And you even go back and listen to songs in the key of life. And you're like, what planet is this person from? Yeah, there was a there was a time when he was recording uh, and he put out an album a year. And he won the Grammy a year for album yeah. of the year. <laughs> and then he was making, I think it was songs in the key of life and he took a year off it's because it was a double album and he wouldn't he, w- he wanted to concentrate on it and i forget who won album of the year but they got up on stage and they thanked stevie wonder for not putting an album out that <laughs> year <laughs> my, my pick was either going to be ray charles or stevie wonder and i love ray charles to death but his recording process was much simpler and uh, just to watch steve i would love to watch stevie you wonder had a theme going for your second one hunt huh? <laughs> uh, uh, no, <laughs> blind piano players no I, well i'm just saying like it's odd that you say that, but I always say Ray Charles is the most important American musician of all time. But Stevie Wonder is uh, God. God gave took him that a torch, gift. though. You know what I mean? Like the oh, guy, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it took it to another level. Shout out Motown. Uh, Jim, what's your second pick? Uh, so my second pick is going to be an odd one for you guys, but Colin Finley home. Uh, Boys to Men. Interesting. Nice. Boys to Men. I uh, when I was in a, uh, I was in a band with Erica's old roommate, and that's how I. Started shouts out John, shouts out John Carrado at Sun Cinema, and uh, that's how I actually got involved with the workhorse that is Colin Budney. <laughs> but um, so uh, we were recording at a place called Sign Studio in uh, on like Twenty Second and Chestnut or something oh, like that. Oh, you were downtown. Yeah. So and we go up there, and they were like, and we they were like, uh, we just had uh, actually Boys to Men cutting some uh, like re re uh, remasters redub- or something yeah, like redubs. that. No, redubs for a new album. Oh wow! In there, and um, and they brought an engineer, and they were there just because it's their studio, so might as well might as well stay there. But uh, they were like, it was insane how quick not only the engineer worked, but they worked because they would sing and they go and be like, again, sing it, sing it, sing it again, again, again. All right, third. Uh, 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 sing it, sing it, sing it. Go back, and it was like he was like they were working lightning fast, <laughs> and they were each just hitting the. Perfect. Right harmony. Every time right. they, they they would approach it different, they would have a different timbre. I mean, like v- vocally crazy. they vocally they might be the most talented group to ever come out of America. I mean, 
uh, vocally. It makes a lot of sense now that, like, you say it like that. How yeah. they can just yeah, how quickly they can because uh, we're I sitting mean, in there sweating trying to figure out harmonies, and these guys are yeah. like, "Oh, do the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just know exactly where they want to be at exactly the point. There's something to be said just, about learning harmonies when you're young. Like I, I learned harmonies. I learned harmonies when I was like 25. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. like, I've only known it's a harmonies lot for three years. When, yeah, it, but I mean now I know it. Now I can do it. But yeah. like I didn't know that I didn't know. Those guys have came out the womb probably singing harmonies. Yeah, bro. exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, yeah, that's a great pick, Jim. Yeah, thank you, Ken. My second pick, I'm going to go with the Clash. Ew. Ooh. Just because. I feel like Joe Strummer and Mick Jones, because they wrote, Joe Strummer did the lyrics and Mick Jones would do a lot of the music. So yeah. a lot of like that train in vain, poppy dance stuff would be Mick Jones. And then oh. like White Riot, White Man of Hammersmith Palais was yeah. all like Joe Strummer. Yeah, exactly. Just to see their process. Yeah, of the dichotomy both. of the yeah. both things. And, like, I'm so glad I finally got turned on to The Clash because like for a long time, I knew the hits. I didn't know their deep stuff. And Ken was the one who got me into their deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Just... You would. Awesome. <laughs> no, unbelievable, yeah, it's, man. it's so good. It's <laughs> it so, so good. Uh, that's a great pick, dude. Do you yeah. think is Joe Strummer your most important frontman? Who would you say? Um, he, I'm a sting guy. Um, yeah, so uh, oh, yeah, sting yeah, guy. yeah. You're a big policeman. <laughs> Running through the fields of gold. <laughs> oh yeah. We, oh, is that his musical? <laughs> no, no, no. That's him. Feels of Gold. Feels of Gold. Feels of Gold da, by Sting. Da, da, yeah. da, da, On an earlier da, da, episode, da, da, I said that was the all-time waiting room song. Yeah, oh, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah, okay, if you're yeah, waiting to get your teeth cleaned to the dentist, <laughs> that's just playing the waiting room. I just smell <laughs> Home and Garden magazine from 2005 sitting on the And you got like a insurance waiver. Oh, yeah. My last pick is a very obvious pick. No, it's not Bruce Springsteen. Oh, well, that's the obvious Whoa, pick. Yeah. No, who's my obvious pick? For all those Betty at home. Who's it? Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kanye. Okay. And I'll explain I was that. thinking of that earlier, and I thought you might do that. So, just as you want to talk about a workhorse, doing five beats a day for three summers. <laughs> that's, that's the Kanye lyric. <laughs> I'm just saying, this is why I would be interested to watch Kanye work. Because he has so many people in the studio, and he takes input from everybody. It's never, um, like, if you look at a Kanye song, the writing credits are so deep. Like, there's so many people in every song. Because uh, Sahai the Prince, who's a rapper who writes a lot for Kanye, he says, if you walk in with a pair of white Valentino shoes on, and he goes, what Valentino's, you'll have a check in the mail. Oh, because you inspired really? it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's well, cool. good for him. It's, yeah, more, that's, it's more to me someone cool. who plays in so many sonic palettes and also has worked for so many people. I always yeah. bring up the fact that he made Late Registration, Be By Common, and Get Lifted by John Legend yeah. in the same year. Yeah. Oh, damn. Someone who can do that. <laughs> and not only that, I'd love to watch him chop samples. I'd love to watch it because he's the king of that. Because yeah, cool. like, yeah. he'll take like just one just motion of like a string section yep. and just like, all right, that's that, and then take the next one and then fucking skew it yep. to the point where it's... Uh, the fourth thing is the first thing. The third thing is the second well, thing. I mean, the it's first even, thing is the third. It's thing. not it's only like that. The man has no fear in working with different people. Like he'll sample um, Smokey Robinson and make uh, Devil in a Red Dress, mm-hmm. and then he'll for his next record take Arca, who is a French DJ, yeah, and chop his stuff. And then he'll take fucking uh, what's the name King Charlemagne. Uh, uh, oh, you're no, you're you're thinking uh, King Crimson. No, King no, no. Crimson, 21st century schizoid man. No, 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 not that one. Uh, King Charlemagne by uh, freaking. Why can't I think of the. Steely anyway. Dan? Steely Dan, yeah. thank you very much. Like, Did you realize that you were a champion there? The reason why I love Kanye so much and why he means so much to me is because he's turned me on to so many other artists. This is true. Just through samples. I need to know who did that's that sample. True. So that's, yeah. that's why I would love to watch Kanye work. So. 
Yeah. Jim. All right. So uh, my third pick, uh, I w- I really, really would love to, just because of the stories I've heard, uh, Michael Jackson. I would love to Ooh, see how Michael cool. Jackson does this. Because I've heard, like, he has most of the song in his head already. And he see, he goes to each per- He didn't really play instruments, but he goes to each uh Player and, and like he'll go to the piano player and he'll sing each note that he wants him to play. Like he just his voice he just is sings the instrument. Yeah, 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 exactly. So he's like, I want this to be a piano. <laughs> yeah, and he'll sing it to the piano player and they'll have to fucking. And I think that would be an insane thing to watch. I would love to somebody watch somebody walk up to somebody else and just sing at them and they play it. I'd like, love to watch him too, <laughs> from the perspective of he got to, he made Thriller with Quincy Jones. And just to watch them two in the studio oh together, God, it would have yeah. been un- it would have been unbelievable. Well, two musical minds that are just freaking like Quincy Jones is uh, like to be a composer in general. Yep. Like like uh, Quincy Jones or like Roman Jawadi is a new one. Yeah, that I yeah like yeah, a yeah. lot. Who did, what did Jawadi do? Roman Jawadi did he a does bunch a l- of like Game of Thrones yes, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that's that. Where I know that name from the Game of Thrones breakdowns. <laughs> same, same. But like you know, uh, uh, John Williams. Anybody like anybody that has that like ear to write down not only like what a trumpet what a fucking tuba what a violin have like all, all these things are and, like, doing. where does that come from like, and where, where does, does it like, start? how do you how do you get that in your own head to be to the point where like you're uh you can you can map that out and then it and then give it to yeah. AP. I'm, 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 I'm over here like, like, trying to plant a tree they're like over building forests yeah. it, <laughs> it would be like to just be a composer in general is like a, a musical Echelon that I think I will never being reach. a songwriter yeah. and being a composer are two totally different things. Uh, like uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a whole different part yeah, of your yeah, brain. Yeah, I don't think Quincy Jones. I mean, maybe. Yeah, he could write a pop he, song. Uh, he crafts pop songs, but he's 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 known as a composer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He studied in France. He was he was like he was like a French. He was over there. It's yeah. where he studied in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a documentary on Netflix. It's awesome. Oh, okay. I'll check that shit out because I love that shit. Uh, Ken, what's your last one? My last one is going to be a little out of left field. I would love to see the process that Fish has to go through wow. in a studio album. Yeah. Just because I, I dabble with Fish, I'm not going to say I'm a hardcore fan, but hearing their songs live, and then like they have to put out a studio album. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, they have to have a basis for their for 50 their fans to 20 yeah. minute Yeah, but like, what's their process of, like, do they, I guess they probably jam first. That's a really good question. Yeah, jams. they cut a song. Like, yeah, they jam for something. And this is where the 14-minute jam is going to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, imagine, well, I mean, what comes first, the chicken or the egg in that? Like, does yeah, the jam what come I'm first? And then they have to, like, taper it to a song so they have different parts of a concert almost to right. where they good, good. that's a good one Ken that is a I good just one. think that'd be interesting I think Ken won this one Ken, I, Ken yeah, I think well I mean if we had a trophy Ken would be getting it we'd nice. say hi brew on it but you get the trophy shout out Ken <laughs> <laughs> before we leave because that was the last one uh, my wife texted me in a meet or tagged me in a meet the other day and it said <laughs> Who can't wait to go to the club for the first time and hear the DJ say, if you survive coronavirus, make some noise. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Out, yo, I, I even I put this up on, on uh, the Instagram the other day, but I was driving and I heard the Club Onyx guy, the Club Onyx commercial guy, oh, doing it for Mayfair Imports. <laughs> he's like, you got a car? You got credit? You got no credit? It don't matter. Get down to Mayfair Imports. That's great. I was like, nothing will ever be coming back from tour, and you get into your car and you're just driving down the street and you hear, "So last night I had a dream. <laughs> I woke up. I called Nah. I said Nah. We gotta move No Rules Sunday to No Rules Thursday. Nah said bet. So this Thursday." 
Onyx, we moving no rules Sunday to no rules Thursday. <laughs> Onyx. Meh, 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 meh. I love that his club Onyx dude and his Bruce Springsteen <laughs> monologue have the same exact. <laughs> no, no, no. They have the same exact like, <laughs> like hit points. Yeah. He asked his friend. His friend helps him. <laughs> he said, "Mom." That, no, that's a real. That's a real thing. <laughs> that's Bruce Springsteen's out here like. The other night I had a dream. <laughs> I woke Clarence. up. I called Clarence, <laughs> and I said, Clarence, we got to move No Rules Sunday to No Rules Thursday. <laughs> and Big Man said, Big Man said, bet. <laughs> so this Thursday, <laughs> Onyx. Hey, Clarence is in the back going, meh, 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 well, all right, and that's how we're going to end this episode. So, uh, you're stay welcome. Stay tuned for episode 47. I think this week we have another episode of Meet the Team. We're going to have Kev Kilkenny, uh, videographer, and nice. Rob Lawton on oh, for an sweet. episode. So, Rob Lawton, our front of the engine, uh, house engineer. So, that'll be interesting. And like I said, we have uh, Barstool back in the building next week. We have Schmitty coming on, Philly boy. Philly boy. Uh, and we might have White Sox Dave stopping by to taunt us and dance on our grave. If Nick we're Falls. not disappointed about everything that's going on in Philadelphia sports, we guarantee Schmitty will be. Yeah, exactly. White Sox Dave's on cloud nine. Yeah, he's got yeah, he's White Sox him. in the playoffs, Bears undefeated. Good for him and his And Chicago just signed, uh, the Bulls just signed uh, Billy oh. Donovan. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear what happened right where we came on? Doc Rivers got fired. Oh, I did see that. Would you want Doc Rivers? No, overrated coach. Uh, Yeah, he's had a lot of talent. He's had a lot of talent. Uh, Well, who do you want? (laughs) I don't know. I don't want Mike D'Antoni at all. Well, if if James Harden comes to the Sixers with Mike D'Antoni, I will not watch the Sixers anymore. I quit, yeah. Same. All right, well, fuck you guys. We love you.